Peace and Black Power family, this is your host Raheem Shabazz and we are here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast and today we have a special guest in the building. This is a special, special guest and I know everybody that come here, they special and they're guests, but this guest is royalty. Her excellency, her excellency, how you say it? Excellency. Excellency. Princess. Asi Akansi. Akansi. Asi Akansi, and she is from the royal family of the Akansi. Royal family of Ghana. Of Ghana. Welcome to Necessary Blackness Podcast. How Thank are you? you. Thank you so much, my brother. It's a pleasure to be here. And she is here on a mission. She was just at the AUC. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What brought you to Atlanta and to okay, the AUC? Well, I was at the AUC uh, just this afternoon. Uh, we have a special program with one um, Dr. Michael Roberts, who is a very successful black man, uh, billionaire. Yeah, and, uh, I'm familiar with him. Yes, so uh, he came to speak. He invited us to also come and speak. We went to speak. It was a lunch with a millionaire. Because the next phase of our journey should be economic freedom. Absolutely. And economic freedom comes with the knowledge. We have to get the information that will free our people from economic slavery. Wow. And that's something that is definitely needed and is uh, a very important. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, so. that we have that. Now, I don't think I gave you any justice with my introduction. <laughs> um, I want people to know that in addition to you being a professional engineer, mm -hmm. you're a philanthropist, yes, a yes. uh, businesswoman, yes, indeed, and you're a mother mm -hmm. for the motherless. Yes, you indeed. do a lot of things. Yes. So, yes. can you give our uh, listeners mm -hmm. a little history of mm -hmm. who you are, okay. okay, and the royal family that you descend from? All right. So, my brothers and sisters, it's just so wonderful to be here in, in the United States. I, um, when I was about 15 years old, I, my history class took us into the slave dungeons in Ghana. And for, they took us to show us what happened with our ancestors going through the dungeons and, you know, the pain, the suffering. And they actually locked us up for a mock time in one of the prisons in the, uh, in the dungeon. It was just for a few minutes, and it was pitch black, dark. It was very heavy place, and you know when we came out, uh, they told us about how the young women uh, were kept there for months. The only time they took a shower was to take them out to rape them and then bring them back down. Wow! And that really did a number on me for two years. I was getting migraine headaches. I will see the images in my mind, and a few years later, I came to the United States to go to college at Rutgers University College of Engineering. So I was studying engineering there and I saw my, you know, black sister. I was so happy. I was like, oh, wow, my sister, we're going to go back to Africa. She's like, I ain't no African. Don't you call me no African. So I was asking my people, why would she say a thing like that? And then I came to realize it was for lack of knowledge. Said, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. And that's because we don't, we weren't, we don't understand our own history and we only go by the images that have been shown to us by other people of who we are. And when we understand who we are, that we were the first people, Lucy in, in, in Ethiopia is the first human. We are the mothers and fathers of the universe. 
everybody is birthed from Africa. And then they went out with mutations and, and other, all races come from Africa, all races. And so we are the original people. And Africa was a very wealthy place before the colonial masters came down and before slavery. So slavery and colonialism was just an interruption in our civilization. We are not slaves. We are an enslaved. We were be made to become slaves. We were not born slaves. And before the Europeans came down, we had great kings and queens. We had universities. We had a lot of civilizations and so on. So when you see Wakanda, Wakanda is not a figment of somebody's imagination. Those things were real then for us. So now, according to Genesis 15:13, it says, The Lord said to Abraham, that for sure your people will be held in a place which is not their own for 400 years. years. That's right. During that time, they'll be mistreated and oppressed. But he said, after 400 years, I will judge the nation that oppressed them and uh, they will come out with great riches. So to come out with great riches, you've got to have the knowledge. We have to come together. We have to understand what is happening. We're in a prophetic time. So it's a very, very important time for everybody to know the 400 years is up. In 1619, 20 Africans arrived in Virginia. They arrived in Fort Monroe, Fort Point Comfort, and settled in Jamestown. That was 1619. Today we're in 2019. So that's 400 years. years. The time, we've done the time. It's a wrap, it's up. Now, where do we go from here? Now, even the people who said, the, the, the Bible said that the country that, op, that um, oppressed us would be judged, even they can go for reconciliation from the Lord. Okay, But Africa is a very wealthy continent. And you have the knowledge. I'm looking at my brother uh, Rahim here. He's got a wonderful studio. He's got knowledge. He's got information. He has resources. He's got equipment. Things, right. <laughs> you know, things that can be used to free us. So every, all hands must be on deck. Everybody can contribute something on our way forward to our economic freedom. That's a good point that you make. And that brings us to our people going back over there. I want you to tell everybody um, how is this going to happen as far as whether it's going to be um, dual citizenship mm -hmm. and why is it important for us to connect back to our mother roots in Ghana? Okay. Well, you know, it's important. The connection is, is crucial. All right. That is um, where 75% of the enslaved people came out of Ghana. Mm -hmm. So 75% of the, of the slave dungeons are in Ghana. Now, you can even do your DNA now. Uh, there are DNA comp uh, companies that will check your ancestry and tell you where you're from. Then, But Ghana has taken the leadership role. The president of Ghana was here in September 2018, and he launched a program called the Year of Return. Mm -hmm. And so he's inviting all of you to come home for the year of return for us to celebrate. Actually, in America, you commemorate because it's not time to celebrate yet. But come home so we can celebrate who we are and the resilience 
I mean, look at what you have done. There's still a long way to go, but we need to thank God for how far we have come as a people all the way to the White House. And I mean, our people like have excelled in every single field and arena that black people have been given an opportunity to be in, whether it's intellectual, whether it's sports, whether it's entertainment and all fields. So we are not um, a non-people. We are chosen people. And once we wake up to that fact, then we can start to organize ourselves to reach where God needs to wants us to reach. Because the, the prophecy says we will come out with great riches. That is a prophecy. That's right. And one of the things that you said is very profound where you talk about how we have greatness mm-hmm. and we come from um, a rich culture and heritage. Mm-hmm. And who would think mm-hmm. that the hand that picked the cotton mm-hmm. was the same hand that picked the black president of the United States. Absolutely. And if we can do that over here, mm-hmm. just imagine the magnitude and the impact mm-hmm. that we will have if we connect to Mother Africa. Absolutely. And this is not something that is new with uh, Ghana offering us to come back home. Yes. It has been done in Liberia, yes. which was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But you were telling me earlier about Isaac Hayes. Yes. You yeah. want to tell us a little yes. more about that? Yeah. So in 1992, uh, the Okansi royal family uh, brought Isaac Hayes to Ghana because uh, my father uh, believed in building bridges between Africans and African-Americans. So he felt that one of the good ways to get this done was to bring Isaac Hayes, who was then called the Black Moses. Mm-hmm. I so prophetically, that. the Black Moses parted the Red Sea for everybody to come back. So Isaac Hayes came, we gave him land to build a palace, and he said, no, I want to build a school. Education is what is most important. Mm. So he started to educate the people. We need to educate ourselves about ourselves, understand who we are as a people, understand our history, our present, and where we are going in the future. And so we started with education. So that's what Isaac, Isaac passed away, as you know, yeah. um, in 2008. May he rest in peace. But he did a lot of great things, uh, wonderful things. And we're so grateful to him for all the things that he did. And education is definitely one part of our liberation. And the main component of our liberation has to be unity. Absolutely. And um, I'm just hoping in my lifetime yeah. I will see Africa and African-Americans here unite as one. Yes. Now, this is the year. Yeah, this is the year. And it's year. happening in your lifetime. Yeah, it's happening. This is the it's year. Happening. And we shouldn't wait for anything to make it happen. We just need to be determined to say we have to make it happen. Why? You have the resources. You, we. I don't think God sent you here for nothing. Mm-hmm. Joseph was sent out, right? He was sold into slavery, but he was the one who had the answer when there was a famine. Mm. You have skills, you have resources, you have connections. You were brought here for a purpose. Now it is time you become the key that unlocks the treasures of Africa. And so when you see yourself as a key holder, then you know your your assignment. You need to get over there and let's start the the, the work. There's work to be done. Absolutely, absolutely. Now I want to ask you something else. With reparation, it has been a big issue in the upcoming presidential election. Uh, You have a movement that um, is really pushing for reparation, and it's called ADOS, African Descendants of Slave. Are you familiar with it? Yes. What what are your thoughts on the movement, and do you think that um, the United States is ready 
to give reparation to those that they colonized, they enslaved, they brutalized, they raped. You know, this is a long, long history, as you know, with reparations. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the 40 acres and the mule. Yes. And you know what happened with that. Yeah. And it was reversed, mm-hmm. correct? I Reparations are owed to us, and it's biblical. And I believe that as we continue to pray, the Lord is going to do something. For me, I look beyond reparations. I look at what is in our hands right now. When Moses was, was um, the Lord said to Moses, he said, do you want me to go and do this work? He said, well, what do you have in your hands? We have, we're sitting on gold, diamonds, minerals. Congo has those, the wealthiest nation in the world. We have nations in Africa that are the wealthiest nations in the world. And I'm saying, you have the key. So I want your energy to be spent on how do we unlock the trillions? And I don't, and yes, we can spend some of the energy also on how to get millions or billions, but there are trillions and mega trillions if we put our minds together to get what is already on our own soil that we can have access to. You know, a lot of people feel like we all know that Coltrane and all the minerals that is being used for like phones mm. and different things like that come straight out of the motherland. Absolutely. But it's being sold now. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, you know, we we we, we call them colonizers, mm. but in certain pockets of Africa, they're being invited in and the trade is only benefiting the leadership. Mm-hmm. What what do you think needs to be done or, or is anything being done where the masses of the people are actually benefiting from these minerals? Well, that's why the, we need a wake-up call, right? As I said, you got the key. Mm-hmm. We need a wake-up call for the knowledge, the information. People don't even have the information on what is happening. So once the wake-up call is responded to, the information will get around, the leaders will answer. Well, this is definitely a wake-up call <laughs> for a lot of people because yes. a lot of people are not aware that we can actually have dual citizenship mm-hmm. in Ghana. Yes, there This are. is something that's definitely needed yes. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just happy that you're here. Yes. I'm, I'm happy to interview you. I heard about you about a year and a half ago. Yeah, okay. And um, when I was told your story and the things that you were doing, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. that would be an opportunity mm-hmm. for me to interview her. Mm-hmm. I put it in the universe and, <laughs> and, and you're here. That is, I'm here. So, God is good. Yeah, God so good. It, it, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Now, they call you the mother mm-hmm. of the motherless. Mm-hmm. Why, why is that? Oh, you know, many years ago when HIV hit, the African continent, um, you know, the Lord gave me a call to start working on that. And we had a lot of orphans and people who had been affected and infected by HIV AIDS. By the grace of God, God gave us um, a lot of medical doctors and medical students from the National Medical Association and the Student National Medical Association of the USA. So our brothers and sisters from here came down to support us to fight this war called Save a Million Lives. And by the grace of God, we were able to save many lives from from, from HIV AIDS. We did the same thing when the Ebola hit uh, Liberia and Guinea. You know, the Lord, just, it was just God just using us. So, yeah. And this was all done in Ghana by Africans, yes, for, for Africans. Africans. Absolutely. No outside influence yeah. and no colonizer. Yeah. And the so, thing about it is, you know, you know, we will take help. We, we will accept help. 
but not at the cost of our lives or our souls or our spirit. We don't want to sell out to take help. Mm-hmm. You understand? And it, it, we don't um, we don't say no to help, but not at the not to we would not sell our souls for it for mm-hmm. help because we are aware we are awake we we are awake now. Okay. Yeah. Hold on, Sam. You know when you move that the noise, it's gonna pick up. Yeah. Okay. So in closing, I wanted to ask you, is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you that you want to discuss in your last closing words? Yes. The last closing words are we have several, several missions and journeys going to Ghana. Um, We have a program now, even in May on May 27th in Virginia called Reconciliation. Because we believe that we must reconcile ourselves to God and to each other and be united in this warfare that we're engaged in. It's definitely a spiritual warfare. I'm glad but, you I'm glad you say that because a lot of people yeah, don't know that yeah. we are fighting in a war. We're on a battlefield and uh, but there is what we already won, you see. It's like watching a movie where you watch the movie before. So you know the end of that movie, and that movie said you won. And so when somebody is beating the, you know, the star of the movie, you know he's not gonna die. Mm-hmm. That's our story. We're not gonna. We're, we're gonna make it. We already won at the end. We just have to be on the, on the battlefield. We have to be alert. We have to be, you know, on time. And then we need to go and connect with Africa. We need to so join one of our journeys. It's called the Royal Return Ghana. You can go online, uh, check it out. Royal Return Ghana. We have a Facebook page. We also have a website. We're gonna get my brother here to do what's little it? shams. Yeah, little shams is gonna be handling our website, and I know he's gonna do a great job. Um, but we need all hands on deck. If anybody's out there want to participate in this Royal Return, uh, we're doing a programs into the slave dungeons. We're doing history. We're doing information. We're going to be doing training so that we can start to work on our minds Mind. to put in place that royal mindset where you know you're a king and you're supposed to rule and reign, but you need the tools, the information, the knowledge on how to rule and how to reign. And that is what Royal Return looks to do so that the king and the black man will stand up and the queen and the black woman will talk come that alive. Talk, talk that right. talk. It's That's time. what I like to it's hear. It's time. It is that's time. what I like to hear. Because you know what? A lot of our people, you know, when they speak, they speak with their hat in their hand mm-hmm. and they scratch where they don't itch at. Mm-hmm. And like you are an individual that speaks truth to power. Mm-hmm. You unapologetic mm-hmm. in how you say it. Yes, right. And I'm I'm just excited about what's going on. Right. And um, you definitely gave everybody their marching orders. Yes. We know what to do. We know the website to yep. go to. Yep. And anybody that's serious mm-hmm. is come right on, here. Come on home. You have, we have a trip in July. We have one in, uh, in November. And we have one in December. So one, after one of these three, just put it in your mind right now that I'm going home. And give the website again. Royal Return Ghana. Royal Return Ghana. Dot com. Dot com. All right. Just say, I'm going home. And you start praying about it, start working towards it, and get yourself over there. You don't know what God would. This is, you're supposed to be coming into riches. This is your time. Don't miss it. This is the year. It comes every 400 years. I know I'm not going to meet the next one. I don't know anybody who's going to make it for the next 400, (laughs) but don't miss this one. Don't miss this one. Come on home. Absolutely. I came to take you home. So let's go. Now, before we go, um, I'm always a big proponent of being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and 
keeping the black dollar right. in the black community. Yeah. Um, Marcus Garvey said, buy black, mm -hmm. think black, mm -hmm. be black, and everything else will work itself out. Now, the sister, she has a business. What's her business? She, she has a wonderful business. She's doing, um, you know, facial organic 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 which is very very important mm -hmm. she's doing uh, uh, organic wipes they're called do they are fantastic they have charcoal in them and some of them have green tea and water wipes they're fantastic for our skin and it keeps everything in order and uh, we really want to see a lot of our young people go into entrepreneurship and we must support each other yeah and what's know? the name of the business it's called do and what's do. the website Yeah, do uh, D E W underscore care C A R E S dot okay. com. So if you go over there, uh, they have baby wipes, adult wipes, charcoal, and green tea keeps your skin very nice and and it's very very good for your skin. All right, so we have to support that, and yes. that business is right here in Atlanta. Right here in Atlanta. Right all right, Atlanta. all right. Yeah. So we definitely gonna yeah. support that. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate you coming, and anytime. You in Atlanta, yes. let this be your second home. I will come back. You can always come back. I'm very happy to come back. We, we, we'll do a podcast. Great. Thank all you. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Peace and power, black family. This is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and that is it for us here right on Necessary Blackness Podcast.